I said to my business partner, I said, I, I have to do something. I'm like, my company's like four months old and there's no way I'm not gonna, I'm not folding by any means. I just, that's not an option. <laughs> so I remember going to dinner after and said, I, I think this is it. Like, I think, I don't know. So over Mexican food, we like figured it out. Welcome back to the Fired Up Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Reba. We're here to help you get fired up and do something great. And we are about all things 10X. And my next guest has just been 10Xing the dance world. I got the opportunity to meet my next guest by my daughter taking a workshop with the Bold Dance Project. And if you haven't heard about Bold, you're going to know all about it by the time you're done here. So I'm really excited to introduce my guest, Alicia Pochask. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks, Brad, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, so for those who are not familiar with the Bold Dance Project or or the movement that you've created, and I call it a movement, just looking at all of the, the dancers that I saw and all the energy, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and Bold. So a little bit about myself. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Uh, I've lived in New York for the past 10 years, and somewhere in between that time from 18. Uh, well, I went to college at Point Park University in Pittsburgh, and then I graduated and pretty much traveled the world from 22 until um, about 29. And then I moved to New York and continued to travel and work within the industry. So yeah, it's a little bit of everything. I've been a performer. I'm a choreographer, director. Um, I work in casting. Yeah. I run a company. <laughs> Right. So my yeah. hand is in all of the pots. <laughs> That's great. And and I can see that you do it all and you do a lot. So, you know, with all of the things you have going as a performer, as a choreographer, uh, casting and, and all of the things that you're into, talk, talk to me about the why uh, for Bold. Why, why the Bold Dance Project? What is this uh, that is really, you know, in your heart and the passion that you show? It's it's clear that it's there. And, and I'm curious how it all got started. So I grew up... Um, in the dance community as a competition and convention kid. Obviously, that was a very long time ago. Um, and conventions and competitions sh has shifted as everything does. Um, I remember starting being at these conventions and there they were in these huge ballrooms, but there wasn't a ton of dancers. It was pretty intimate, pretty small. Um, it was pretty new, essentially, conventions. I would say probably maybe 10 years old. And we only had about a hundred kids or so in the room. And I loved, I loved that about conventions. I loved that it was a little bit of a smaller um, capacity of dancers, but you got to dance with kids from all over. Uh, whether you came to a city, like a convention would come to a city like Pittsburgh and we would all come there or you do a nationals and you'd get to go to Vegas or New York or Orlando or wherever it was having LA um, and meet dancers from all over. And I like loved that. I was like, I got, I loved that I got to meet dancers from different places. And back then, obviously we didn't have Instagram or, right. I mean, we were doing AOL dial up internet. So we just didn't have the tools that we have today. You know, I would meet performers and our dancers and singers and everyone. And it's so excited to meet people just from all over doing the same thing I love to do. Um, and I loved conventions. I really, really did. And I think as the years have gone, conventions have just gotten even bigger, which is amazing because there's sometimes there's a choreographer in LA that you might not get to take from and they come to the East coast and it's such a great opportunity to take from some of these amazing, uh, teachers 
even in smaller rural towns that can maybe, you know, drive an hour instead of having to get on a plane and go six hours somewhere to be with a teacher. Um, but I do, I have noticed that sometimes the rooms just get, a, you know, I don't want to say overfilled, but there's just so many dancers. And I feel like sometimes dancers get lost in the mix. Uh, I would probably say in about 2017, I always kept saying that I just wanted to create something that just felt personal. that felt small. It, it's, to me, it's not about the money. It's not about the paycheck. Am I lucky that that is, it can happen from it, of course, but that was definitely not why I started. I wanted dancers to feel seen. Uh, I wanted them to be able to have a personalized, I called it an intimate learning experience because they have a name tag with their name on it and we get to talk to them. And uh, that was just super, super important to me. And I always wanted to have my workshops in an actual rehearsal studio. Uh, I Ballrooms are amazing because they can fit so many dancers, but it was something for me. I was There's something about being in a studio that just gets me excited and gets dancers excited to be in a new space, especially we do workshops in New York and seeing the kids come up there and in the room next door is a Broadway audition happening. It's so cool. And so for me, I just wanted dancers to be seen. And there's something special about every performer, about every kid. You might not be the best at maybe the specific specific style of dance, but there might be another one that you are great at, or maybe you're great at the acting part of it. Maybe you're great at the technical part of it. And I think in a small setting, myself and my faculty really get to see those dancers shine to the best of their ability and what they are the best at, which in this industry, you're not always, you don't always have to be the best dancer. You don't always have to be the best singer. Sometimes you're just right for the part. Um, whether it's your look or your passion, there's so many things that go into it. So for me, creating bold was, I had always wanted to do it. And a very dear friend of mine, she owns a studio in Pittsburgh and had talked to me. This was like April of 2019. She was said, Alicia, I want to bring my kids to New York. And I said, great, let me get some rehearsal, like a studio space. Um, let me just get a couple people that I know together to, and we'll teach. It'll be me and probably two other people. She brought her kids up. Uh, it was a pretty short day. It was like four hours. Um, it wasn't very long, but the kids came and her and I were sitting at a table in the corner, just crying. <laughs> she couldn't believe that she got to bring yeah. her kids up and they were in this beautiful studio in New York. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I have people in this industry that are so amazing, such great educators. And I remember going to dinner after, and I was with, who's now my business partner, and said, I, I think this is it. Like, I think, I don't know. So over Mexican food, we like figured it out. And I don't know, pulled names out of a hat. I don't even know. We just, lists of names. And um, yeah, that really was it. It's really for, for performers to be seen um, and for kids to just feel like, they're heard, they're seen, and even if they're not the best at something, they're great at, at something. something. And I think that that is something that Bold really offers is we really try to find and pull out the best in every kid um, to make sure that they feel special and that they shine and they sparkle. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, I love to see the energy. And and you're right. They, you make sure that they are seen, you know their name. And I think part of that, uh, I think part of the, the touch that's different that I noticed 
having my daughter go through different workshops and different schools is not just your energy, but the staff that you bring. Tell me about how you found your team and the, and the uh, dance instructors you work with, because I think that's something that is really unique and you've got some very special people working with you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I have a faculty of 15. Uh, I will say I've had a really wonderful and continue to have a wonderful career in this industry. I'm so lucky to have met some of the people that I have met. Um, and a lot of it's so everyone has a different story that works for me. Some of the people that work for me started out as dancers and performers for me in, in shows that I was creating. Uh, some I was an associate choreographer for and they were choreographing some pieces and I got to work hand in hand with them. And some of them were just friends of mine that I knew that were excellent at what they do in the industry. And I, I mean, I just, you know, text your friends and I'm like, Hey, I think I'm going to start this business. Do you want to come and work for right. me? Um, so I, I feel extremely, extremely lucky to, to have the people that I have my faculty. I always say this, my faculty, number one, they're amazing performers, but they are the biggest thing. They're amazing educators. Yeah. And I can't say that every dancer, singer, actor is, or performer is great at educating. And that goes, you know, you have educators who might have not grown up really dancing, but they're great at what they do. So I'm really lucky to have people that have worked in this industry as performers and continue to work as either performers, choreographers, directors, um, but they're just amazing educators and they love what they do. Like they love, love, love what they do. And for me, also, they're, they're my best friends. I yeah, mean, I get story. to travel with my friends. Like, we go to dinner the night before a workshop and just catch up. And yeah. we don't always get to see each other all the time because we're always traveling everywhere. But it's really fun to have just a great group of people who we all support each other. And they support this dream of mine and I support theirs. And, yeah, I just got really lucky. I have really great friends and super talented friends um, I mean, my faculty comes, I have uh, a faculty member who's been in Hamilton since, my gosh, 2017. Yeah. He's been on Broadway in the tour, Universal Swing, assist, associate choreographer. Like, I have people who have been associate choreographers. I have a faculty member who's actually at Bold in Pittsburgh, um, Ronnie Todorowski, who's from Pittsburgh. So I am always like, if I'm coming into town, I'm like, do you want to come visit your family? Yeah, South right. Beach? I mean, he's been in like 12 Broadway shows and just the most humble, amazing human. And um, my, I get to work with some of my best friends. Brandon Kelly is one of my best friends. And it's just, it's so cool to work with people who are so great at their craft yeah. and who just love this art form as much as I do. So I, I'm, I consider myself extremely grateful because I know where some of these, or not some of them, most of these people choreograph for and teach for, I mean, and their resumes are in, are ridiculous, but the fact that they love teaching and they love educating and they love being in a room and they're, they love the mission of what I'm doing with bold is just, I'm like so lucky. I could talk about every single one of my, my faculty for like hours on end. They're yeah. amazing. <laughs> uh, they, 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 it's, and it's so important that they're committed to the mission and they believe in the vision that you set up. And, and I agree just from the, small interactions that I got to have. You, you've got out, outstanding performers and teachers, which are very different skills and, and they're just great human beings. So it's no surprise that they're, they're, they're great friends and, and it's helped you guys. It's helped you grow the movement. I, I think um, 
along the way, there had to have been challenges as well. And, and I'd love to hear about, you know, the one or two things that stick out in your mind that were just, you know, those really those, those moments where you had to say, okay, I'm going to get through this, but, but, you know, it was a growing moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously COVID for everybody was a huge, was a huge. Um, so I started my, I, I officially announced bold in August of 2019. Uh, we did a New York experience, which was really cool in October. And then, uh, you know, I had set a spring experience for March in the city. They both, all of, both of these were in New York. Oh, wow. And, uh, we, I want to say it was like a Tuesday and people were like, kind of like closing stuff down. And my workshop was like going to be that Sunday. And I mean, I had so many kids coming. I was so excited. Uh, my faculty was so excited. And then Broadway shut down on the Thursday and I was like, well, that's it. I guess we're not doing it. And um, as you know, you think, of course, we all thought it was going to be like two weeks and then what turned into, you know, almost three years. And, um, yeah. I said to my business partner, I said, I, I have to do something. I'm like, my company's like four months old and there's no way I'm not gonna, I'm not folding by any means. I just, that's not an option. <laughs> so, uh, I had at that time I had, including myself, nine, there were nine faculty members, um, when all of that happened. And, I said, I got my faculty on a, on a zoom. And I was like, listen, I think I'm going to do like a combo contest. I was like, I told them you'll get to, you can pick your song. Um, my business manager also is like a sound and video editor. So I was like, he'll put everything together. I just, you know, record yourself, do a breakdown of the combo, do it with music. We'll put it online and we'll see if kids bite and actually want to do it. And it became a thing and we did it for nine weeks and kids from, I mean, all over, we had kids from California. I had kids from Australia doing it. I had kids from the UK doing it. I had kids all over wow. just participating and all they had to do was videotape. They learned to dance, videotape themselves. Uh, we featured every kid every week. So every kid that submitted, they got to go on our, on our Instagram story. Uh, so everyone saw them and then the videos would go out on a Tuesday. They'd learn them from Tuesday um, through like Sunday was the last day. And then uh, we would vote my faculty. We would like pick a couple yeah. winners and we put together a little video of all the winners and they, I gave them merch, just sent them like some free stuff. And it was great. We had kids for nine weeks. It was what I just wanted kids. I just wanted kids to be able to yeah. still have an opportunity to do something. Um, because I know, I knew a lot of studios too. Some of them, couldn't do zoom or they couldn't have classes yeah. or they were trying to figure it out. And I said, well, this is just an easy way. Everyone has a computer for the most part. Hopefully everyone has a computer or a phone or something that they sure. can learn on. Um, so I would say that was the, that was the number one, the biggest thing is to, and to just keep kids interested. And then continuing after that, just, we did virtual experiences. We did um, a UK virtual experience for a ton of kids in uh, mainly England. I think I had a couple in Scotland that, that joined and then we did one in Australia. So it was very fun teaching at like one in the morning, our time, which was like 8am for them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we just did, we got on zoom. I had kids sign up and it was fun for these kids in different parts of the world to be able to come and take uh, class from, yeah. from the faculty. And it was, yeah, that it was, is, awful as COVID was, it was the one thing that 
I was so proud of not just myself, but my whole faculty and everyone really like willing to chip in and like help out and be able to give something to kids since, you know, we were all kind of stuck in our homes and, you know, everywhere was different. England had different restrictions. Australia had their restrictions were so, so big and, and they really couldn't do anything. So it's just nice to be able to give them different options of things. So, I mean, that was, that was really just the biggest, the biggest thing. And I think also just the next thing is, I think it's what, like every new business, it's just getting people to know who you are. Um, and we're bold. We'll never be this big extravagant over the top in, in a sense of, I never, I always say I'll never have more than 60 to 70 kids in a room ever. I'm like, I always want it to feel really small. Mm -hmm. And I, it, you know, it is hard sometimes to get people to pay attention to who you are or see who you are, or, you know, I'm, I'm four years old. I'm, I'm still a baby of a company and yeah, it's, it's, it's like anything that's new, you know, people, one don't they want to know where their money is going, especially families sure. and parents, because you are it's a it's also I, I'm running a business and I it's a service as well. And so you want to make sure that you're getting quality of what you're paying and especially it's your kids that are coming. And right. I think that as I'm not a parent, but I have all of my friends, most of my friends are, and I know what that is being able to let your child take from a bunch of strangers that you don't know and making sure that it's really quality and that they're getting yeah. something worthwhile out of it. Uh, that, and that they end up feeling good when they leave the room. So uh, that's probably the next and will always continue to be the most difficult part of it is getting people to jump on board. But sure. once they are, I'm like, I feel like we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Just getting people right. to like to jump, to jump on board. And then once they jump on board, um, it's nice. And, and the feedback I've gotten, especially I always want the kids to, the kids are my number one priority, but also the families. And when I get yeah. emails and for back from families that are saying their kids loved it, it's just, I mean, there's like no better feeling ever. Yeah, so great. yeah, that's, that's always the continued push I'd say. For yeah. sure. It's great. And, and I, I can attest being in the room and feeling that it was just like, this is a, this is a place I want to come back or send my kid back to. And uh, it's such a positive environment. I think the great thing about that story as I'm listening is that you just had a commitment to your mission and you kept that going whenever there was anything that got in, in the way. So even something as big as COVID, you know, if it was just about the money or was just about trying to build a name, then, well, I can go do that doing something else, right? Maybe that fits in the model of a, dis- a distance uh, type of business where you, you can be online, but you didn't do that. You stuck to the mission. You said, I'm here so the kids could be seen. So these dancers, these performers could really have a, a place to shine. And I think we were missing that during COVID. I, I know my kids just really felt like they were stuck at home, right? There, was, there wasn't there was a regular dance class they could go to. There was no outlet to perform and, and be in front of your peers and just express yourself to the world. We all felt closed in. And I think the great thing about what you said is you, you gave them an outlet. You gave them a way to express themselves that they didn't have. So it, it's no wonder people jumped on. They were looking for that, right? They were looking for a way to get their message themselves out into the world and you provided that. So I think that's great. Thanks. Yeah. I bet it really, you know, I think especially during that time, I have so many friends that own dance studios and it was really important 
to me to make sure that they kept the students they had. So to be able to give offer them something a little different that makes them stay interested sure. while while we were all figuring it out, um, that was just that was like super super important to me. So That's great. yeah, great. So so you the, the, with everything that you've done, what is the what is the next step in your mind? Where are the plans to go forward and grow, and, and what what's next on uh, on the map for Bold? Yeah, so. Uh, where it's always a journey at Bold Dance Project. Um, I'm like a one-woman show over here. Um, it's, uh, you know, I I am working on getting us over because I do have a lot of connections in the UK and I have a lot of connections in Australia. Um, the goal is to, within, like, say, the next two years, get ourselves over there and start doing workshops uh, with those dancers over there. Uh, like I said, I have, I have, I know people that own studios over there. Um, just have good connections. So I've, that's in the works. It's just right. a process and just takes time. Um, and then just continuing to teach. So we all bold always does a New York experience, which is usually in the winter. Um, it's in November this year. And then the Pittsburgh experience that we did was the, it was the first time that I chose to do it at Point Park. And uh, I, I wanted to have some really beautiful rooms to dance in. So that is now a constant that will happen every single year around the same exact time. It's, um, and then uh, other than that, I will say during COVID too, it's so funny because COVID really shifted what I st- kind of started Bold as. And I think it shifted in a great way. We started doing in-studio experiences and that's like, taken off and people love it because we just come to the studio and the kids, I mean, the kids get to get in the car and come to their home studio and they feel comfortable because they're in their home studio. And we do workshops for specific studios. Um, and that kind of really did come from COVID and people just love it because there are, you know, I, I go to a studio. It'll be my third or third time there. There are small studio in the middle of Vermont, like the closest city for them to get to anything is almost a two hour drive. So for us to come there for those kids, it's so, they love it and they just look forward to it. And that's like what it's about. You know what I mean? Being able to be with those kids and come up there. So yeah, I would love, I mean, would my goal be to be in a new studio every single weekend from like the end of summer till the end of the year, a hundred percent. We don't do a whole lot in the spring. It's competition season. And I don't really, I let kids kind of, there's so much going on with competition season and that's really big for studios. So we're kind of bold as kind of quiet from say like January till, till around the end of June, beginning of August. And then we really pick up the rest of the year, which is nice. Um, but yeah, just to be at different studios, new studios to get to see us. Um, yeah, but like I said, we'll always do a Pittsburgh. It's going to happen every year now. And, uh, we, we always do a New York, um, in the winter, New York, there's something magical about New York in the winter. I don't know. It's just, it's such a great place. Um, and there's, I I mean, I love New York so much, but it really is great in the winter time. So we'll always be doing that. And then just bringing like the New York experience of what we have to these studios. And I think that's, I also think that's the one thing about Bold that I love is my faculty is has all worked in the industry like in New York yeah. where and we're very much about bringing musical theater and dance together. So 
every everything is coming from an acting point of view. Everything is coming. If okay, if you were to do a, a ballet piece what show would it be in? You know, we try to like really include kind of the Broadway musical theater world into the dance world and let them combine together, which is really nice. It's not just class for taking class. And that's something that I always, I kind of wanted to always like bridge that gap. So we really try to bring like a New York vibe everywhere we go, which is, which is really fun. So that's cool. Yeah. So it's just continuing to build just, yeah, build, be somewhere new every weekend. That's the goal. So that's great. Yeah, yeah. And you are yeah. traveling quite a bit, and I definitely look forward to uh, seeing you again when you're back here in Pittsburgh. How can yeah. uh, how can if, if someone wants to be a part of the Bold Dance Experience and and just wants to be part of the Bold Dance Project, if they want to have you in their area or contact you, what are the ways they can get in touch? Yeah. So our website is the easiest. It's just bolddanceproject.com. Uh, there's a little tab that says experiences has all the information on there. We post a lot on our social media. So we're on Instagram. It's bold.dance.project. Uh, and then uh, Facebook as well, which is just bold dance project. It's easy peasy. Um, yeah. So Perfect. we're everywhere. We post all the time. Uh, you can join our mailing list so you can get all of the information that we have and all of that's on our website also. But yeah, we post all the time, all over every social outlet that there is. So Fantastic. you won't, won't miss it. Yeah. That's great. Well, with that, I, I think that that's a wrap for us. It was really, really great to have you on. So good to see you again. I uh, hope to continue following and seeing some great things. So, and that's what we do here at the podcast. So just reminding you guys to stay fired up and do something great. Come on. Cause when my crew ride up,